especially that feeling of like being too too white for black people, being too black for white people, mm. having that that mix problem that a lot of people don't know about. I, I heard that it was like a, a tragic accident that happened behind him that he no longer with us. And uh, I just wanted to know, like, what was your relationship like with him, and like, what did he mean to the Tulsa music scene? I mean, I was watching your videos long before I actually met you, bro. So, Dan Ten and Jay and Boy. J -Boy. Yeah. If Dan Ten could do it, then I could do it. If, Jin if June could do it, I could do it. If Phil Sosa could do it, I could do it. Mm -hmm. okay. If I'm gonna be honest with you, I give myself a top five spot. Top five? Yeah. Want to be, the, you know, like the savior of my hood. So I was right. like Messiah. I dig. Hey yo, come through. Yo, 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 what's going down? It's your boy King Spence. And man, do I got somebody special for y'all in the building right now. I would like to introduce to you the voice of the East. One of Tulsa's very own. Some say the Meadows Messiah. Yeah. Come on, come all the Meadows wall stand tall. Yeah, yeah. It's a bird, it's a plane. <laughs> no, it's a Rocky Mountains grizzly. Nah, y'all got it wrong. It's the true King Grizzly in this yeah, month, yes, yes, man. Sir. How you feeling, bro? I'm feeling good, man. Feeling all right? Yeah, I'm ready to get the business. Bro, I'm happy to have you on the podcast today. We're going to chop it up, bro. I got a lot of questions for you, bro. I'm ready for them. I didn't watch your videos. I mean, I was watching your videos long before I actually met you, bro. So, That's I mean, crazy. when you got somebody representing the Meadows, you know I'm from the Meadows, bro. Yeah, you told me. You told yeah, me. I'm from the Meadows, too. So, we're going to get into it. But how you we feeling, gonna, bro? I'm feeling good. Feeling um, good? Yeah, I'm positive. Came in a little jittery. but A little jittery? Straight, yeah. Yeah, we're going to shake all of that out, bro. You hear me? Yeah, I mean. But nah, bro, you, you represent the Meadows pretty hard in, in your music, in your photos. Mm -hmm. Why so heavily? Tell me about your background in the Meadows. So I was born and raised in the Meadows. Um, you know, I went to, I don't know if you remember Christopher Columbus Elementary. Yeah, I went yeah. to Columbus, yeah, man. Yeah, now it's a whole different name, but, you know, yeah. born and raised in that area. Yeah. Um, was there till I was about 15, and I started traveling and stuff, came back. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my stomping grounds. That's my area. You said to you was about 15. Where you go? Uh, I went to Orlando for a little bit. Yeah. And then I went to New York. I, I went everywhere, really. Yeah. I just started traveling everywhere. That's mainly mainly family problems. I can't lie. Oh, uh, at lie. a young age? Yeah. Yeah, I know stable. that story. Yeah. Well, look, bro, let, let's dive straight into the juice, bro, all right? Mm -hmm. I understand that you got that. Unfor un Unforgiving Profit record yep. dropping the uh, uh, project. Mm -hmm. Now, my first question is: Is it an album or is it just a tape? It's a tape. Yeah, it's a tape. What? I, I really, I say it's a tape. Yeah. It's what made you go with that title, Unforgiving Profit? What made me go with that? To be real, is like I feel like I'm a descendant or a prophet from God's unspoken truth. I feel like I was Ooh. brought here to this planet in this earth to preach positivity, love, peace, yeah. things like that. And like my main goal is to really like influence the younger generation to, mm -hmm. um, you know, see a better way of living, better way of thinking, better way of speaking, for real. I feel, I feel that, like that's bro. my goal and that's my, my purpose of being here, for real. I feel that. Yeah. So I only saw the cover, I didn't see no track list. How many tracks you got on that joint? I got 10. 10? Cool yeah. I like, I like, I like short projects. You got any features on there? I got about four. Four features. Four, four for now. Yeah, I might switch it up. Everybody from the town on there? 
Everybody from the time. Yeah. Everybody from the time. So let me ask you, is that four features being like only four songs have features or some of those people featuring on multiple records? Uh, Three songs, one got two. Mm. And then there's two others that got one separately. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Do you mind sharing some of the people that's featuring on there? I got T8 and Tricky. T8 Tricky. Yeah. Okay. Like, you yeah. You be messing with them? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on now. They, they my dogs. They, For sure. They doing time right now, but I got them on it. Out hunt. Out hunt. Yeah. I know about T8. <laughs> yeah, he, and Tricky. He, he, he be spitting, man. Yeah, Tricky. Tricky popping out the city. I yeah. can't lie. Yeah. He doing his thing. Like, you said you thought I was going to ask you that on a separate what? Like, like. On a separate topic, like I thought, oh, you know what I'm okay, okay. So you want me to just bring it up later? I can spill it now, like if you want to ask again, bro. That's 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 an attention grabber okay, right cool, there. That's cool. why I kind of put it at the beginning because yeah. when they hear that, then it's gonna be easy to listen to all the other stuff. Okay, cool. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna just double back on. Is there any other features, or that's pretty much it? All okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, I got you. You cool with that? Yeah, I got you. All right, yeah. But uh, yeah, I know about I know about Tricky and T8 now. You uh, is that is that it? Um, I also got a song with June on there. Um, I tapped in with June. Gang Talk June? Yeah, Gang Talk June, yeah. How you get a June feature, bro? You <laughs> know that that's like nobody got June features? I know, and I bet when people here, they're going to be like, him? Wow. Everybody him? How did you land that, bro? You did you did Do you know June personally? No, nah, I don't know him personally. So he just messing yeah. with you, huh? So what happened was I went on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, I was spamming him, I ain't going to lie. I was spamming him, and it got to the point he ain't respond to me. So I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna take it to the next level. And then I, I seen he got a number on there, yeah. like a little bookings and inquiry number. So I texted that, and uh, I was like, I'm, I'm looking for a feature from June and also a video. They was like, oh, he throwing a deal right now for blah 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 and blah blah. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I had that in the week. So boom, had it in the week. Um, sent him back the song. He did it the same day. And then sent me back uh, the song after that. And then said, we'll get a video, you know, when some time goes by, when he's done with some projects and stuff like that. Wow, bro. Wow. So so the lesson in that is use the number in the bio. <laughs> use the number in that's, the bio. That's dope, though, bro. Yeah. You pretty excited about that record? I am excited because, to be honest, like, that's one of my admirations. That's one of my inspirations um, is Drake, Gang Ty June. And then, you know, obviously like Tupac, stuff like that. That's player, bro. June, that's... I feel like is the pathway to, to Tulsa. Like, that's just somebody you got to look up to, especially where I come from and where you come from, too, from the streets. You feel me? Somebody needs to be positive out here. So I feel like June paves that way for positivity. And I believe in the same thing, positivity, love, spreading peace, and, you know, he do that through his music, you know, the gospel trap music or gospel drill, whatever you want to call it. Right, yeah, bro. Yeah, on time. So, so. In, in any form, your your tape is called Unforgiven Prophet, and mm-hmm. I know that June dropped that preacher from the projects. Is there is there a correlation that I'm seeing there, or yours is something different? The correlation, like a little inspiration. The inspiration I say is Five One Savior. Mm. That song, yeah. And that, that nickname, he kind of go by 5-1 Savior. Yeah. I was kind of looking stuff up. I was like, what's the synonym to Savior? But I don't want to take the same thing. Right, right, but right. But I want to be, the, you know, like the Savior of my hood. So I was right. like, Messiah. I dig yeah. it. Yeah. All right, yeah, so um, a person who ain't never heard your music before, what's... 
Hey, yo, what's going down? It's your boy, King Spence. And I just wanted to let you know that if you like the content that you've been seeing and you want to become a part of it or you want to start your own podcast, call me. I want to help you. My number is 918-951-8236. Call me right now. All right, see you later. A person who ain't never heard your music before, what's one song that you would say, yeah, go play that if you want to see what's really going on? Empty Threats. You shot that in the Meadows with yeah. uh, Den10 and, and J-Boy. Yeah. Yeah, so why you say that song? I say that song because that's an introduction to how hungry I am in this rap thing, I guess. Yeah. Mm. That's my introduction. Because I feel like my first single, the ones before that, was kind of like, oh, who is this kid? You know, what's he talking about? But Empty Threats was like, this is where I'm from. This is who I be around. This is what's, you know, popping around me. Yeah. This is how I am. And so it's just so forth. Like, so when people listen to Unforgiven Prophet, what kind of music we going to hear? Like drill, like some emotional, like Rod Wave, some singing. Like how, how, how you coming? The total opposite how I've been coming. It's going to be 100% emotional songs on there. Facts? Yeah, 100%. You, uh, you get them produced locally or you... Little YouTube, little B stars, little YouTube, and then myself. I, I produce my own music. Oh, you make beats? Mm hmm. I make some of my beats on my, on my tape. Oh, yeah. wow. That's impressive, bro. Um, so I noticed that, like, when I check out your content, bro, you and King, you and Shot by King do a lot of stuff together. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm. I'm almost sure that that's like your cousin or something. <laughs> At this point, it seems like it. Right. So, yeah. like, what's the what's the relation between you and King? Dang, I met him about three years ago. We was both selling shoes, and I was I just came back to Tulsa. Um, mm -hmm. We was selling shoes and stuff like that. I seen him on this little OfferUp app, selling shoes, linked up with him. We sold some shoes together. And then um, after that, we really just started talking because we realized we had the same mindset. Which is, which is rare to find, especially in our city. Yeah. And so it's like we just start chopping it up and just breaking apart what we want to do with each other's lives in the future. Mm -hmm. You know, he want to get big and make six figures with, with whatever it takes, and I want to do the same thing with music. So that's really how we met. And, you know, a lot of people think we brothers, think we cousins and stuff or related, but no, nah, we just, it's just brothers. By, you know what I'm saying? By nature, for It's real. dope, bro. Yeah. So when you drop the Unforgiving Prophet, what's coming with it, bro? Like, you got music videos lined up? You... I got three music videos with it. Already finished? Mm-hmm. Already finished. Three music videos. And then um, after that, I really just want to spend a lot of my money and time on promotion, advertising it, which is something I feel like I should have been doing this whole time mm. but I think I need to spend my time now mainly on promotion marketing advertising and pushing my music out to a bigger audience than just talk there you go yeah. what, what stopped you from pushing it already um the type of music I was making you know street music drill music talking I mean, about the stuff I people love about. that stuff though yeah they do but you didn't want to push it though I didn't want to push it plus it was hard like most promotional uh websites they don't allow a lot of things like guns violence yeah so it's like they just exit out completely so i'm like you know what i got talent in emotional music i could make an emotional song in 30 minutes yeah so i might as well just you know try that out i feel it bro 
Well, shoot, bro. Let's kind of talk about the town and, you know, just kind of where you feel like you, you, your place is. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like Tulsa is kind of giving you the push that you that you need? Like with the music, you probably got like what? Eight, nine music videos out already? Somewhere, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, with those, do you feel like you're getting the support that you need early on in your career? I feel like I got that push when I started getting features in the city, yeah. Because mm. I started with features. I feel like that's what helped me get that push. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I definitely got a push. Yeah. You know, like Den 10, you know, T8. And then after that, I kind of grasped onto their fan base mm-hmm. and then got my own along the way. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what's the connection with you and Den 10 and them? Like, why, why them opposed to anybody else? To be honest, I make music with anybody. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not just specifically them. The reason why I went out to them is because Den 10 almost had 100K on Sucker K, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I reached out to him because of that reason. And then, you know, I just texted him on Instagram, said, hey, yo, you trying to work? He was like, yeah, let's get to it. Then boom, we just started hitting the studio again and again after that. Friend. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. yeah, I know that uh, the other day when we were filming a podcast, I know you had popped in. Mm-hmm. And before you had left, you was like, give me six months and you're going to regret your answer. <laughs> Bro, what what made you say that? <laughs> what made me say that is my work ethic. I'm I'm focused now more than I ever been. Yeah. Um, like I said, those first couple videos, like get at me, empty threats, all that other stuff, to me is like lame compared to what potential I got coming up. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I love the confidence, yeah, bro. I'm confident. Man. I love the confidence. So, would you give yourself a top ten spot in Tulsa? Why or why not? If I'm gonna be honest with you, I give myself a top five spot. Top five? Yeah. Based on what criteria? Based on talent. On talent? Yeah. Yeah. yeah give it a couple months, the numbers will be there to put me top five towards other people's like criteria. Yeah. But my criteria, I put myself top five, top three. I don't know. So so who you want to work with, uh, like whether it be mainstream or local? Mainstream, Drake. Drizzy? Yeah, Drake. That's just inspiration. How y'all coming on the record, though, with you on a Drizzy record? How y'all coming? We both going to start harmonizing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you be, like, singing? singing? Yeah, I'll be singing. Okay. This whole uh, tape going to be singing songs. You sing, real. like, for real? Like, yeah. b- sing right now? Sing? Uh, <laughs> nah, nah. Okay, nah, all right. Nah, all, right. Sing, all right. I'll try to put you on the spot. But by myself. <laughs> yeah, so... What what do you feel like is keeping you right now from the next level that you that you aspire to be at? I think what's putting me in that level now where I can't elevate in the sense that I want to yeah. is the way I set up my lifestyle before I got into music. Mm. I set it up to kind of retire with a company. So I got like, you know, a car payment, insurance, rent, and you know, credit. I'm building myself up to retire type of I do. And then I really just picked up a mic because I was like, I've been writing since I was eight. I might as well put it to use. If if Dan Ten could do it, then I could do it. If, Jen, if June could do it, I could do it. If Phil Sosa could do it, I could do it. You mm, feel me? Facts. So it's like, you I know. feel it, bro. I feel it. And I remember you also mentioned that uh, promotion is a big a big deal. So we can look forward to seeing you pushing it more on bigger platforms and just standing in everybody's face. Mm-hmm. For sure. Putting hundreds behind it, if not thousands behind promotion. I'm trying to... Get up out of here. That's what I like to hear, bro. <laughs> All right, so I want to talk to you a little bit about um, just the Tulsa music scene. I know that you mess with uh, uh, Den 10 now. 
Uh, but is there anybody outside of the, the BTD clan that you that you really rock with? Besides TA and Tricky and Dan and DD, to be honest, I, I would love to do music with K50. K50? Yeah, yeah okay. He's been doing this thing too, yeah. bro. I know there's problems in the way because, you know, whatever, but yeah. I, I'd love to do music with K50. Um, I'd do a song with Phil too. K50 yeah. Um, but I kinda, I'm kind of picky when it comes to my music. Right. So I, I like to pick a specific person for a specific song. I feel it, bro. Oh, and OTSJ Huncho too. Huncho going crazy, him, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He going crazy. Jay Huncho, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna work with him too. He's been going crazy. Yeah, he has been. So, what you think about the Tulsa music scene in general? Um, you like it? It's definitely oversaturated. Oversaturated. Yeah. Explain what you mean by that. There's a lot more rappers, less amount of managers, promoters, advertisers, podcasts, interviewers. So that's why, like, when I seen you come out with this, I was like, oh, I'm trying to hop on that for this. Especially because yeah. the homies was hopping on it anyway. Yeah. Like Skinny Boy T and all them. So yeah. Like, yeah. You feel me? Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to get on this. And we got something huge with Skinny Boy T dropping real soon, mm. bro. Real okay. soon. I'm proud of him. That's my that's my little brother. But, um, yeah, bro, I want to jump back to that to that Empty Threats record that you was talking about. Mm -hmm. I know that you uh had J-Boy on that mug, and he a young bull. Uh, compared to me, but I've always heard about him, and um, I, I heard that it was like a, a tragic accident that happened behind him that he no longer with us. And uh, I just wanted to know, like, what was your relationship like with him, and like, what did he mean to the Tulsa music scene? My relationship with him was mentor slash big brother. Um, when I first hit him up, I was literally harassing him on Instagram for a feature. Because mm. I was like, this is a young kid who sound better than most of these adults out here, for real. You know, he's 15, sounding like he already done mastered the craft and perfected mm -hmm. it and stuff like that. So um, it was a mentorship. Yeah. Um, once I met up with him, we did Empty Threats, and then we did a couple other songs after that. Then we did a whole, like, little mixtape ideal thing. Yeah. And then, um, you know, we fell out. Dudes with some stuff that happened between us, and then he got out of jail, and we we weren't cool when he got out of jail yeah. at first, cause you know it was some stuff between it that happened that really was like, okay, this how you feel, this that's how you feel, yeah. You know, and then there's people on his side telling him certain things not to mess with me, and then people on my side telling me not to mess with him. So he was just kind of like, yeah, I'm gonna watch out for you. You feel me? Yeah. And then um, he ended up reaching out to me. Cause Tricky had had a talk with him and he was like, I apologize as a man for real about, you know, the stuff that happened between us, but I, I really need you. Like, I really need your help within this music thing. I feel like you're the only one that can help guide me because you always kept it real with me. Yeah. And it was that type of thing where I was that person he called when he hungry, when he, you know, feeling sad, he need a shoulder, he need an ear and you know, Things as simple as dropping them off McDonald's mm -hmm. would mean a lot to him because he ain't had nobody. Yeah. So, you know, he even he even repped the Meadows with me. Like, I saw that. Brother Mitchell, so yeah. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, but he, but he wasn't actually like from the Meadows for real. He was like around the block on a house. Yeah. But you know, he was he's um yeah he he really been in the Meadows. He told me about some stuff. So it's like, you know, he he looked up to me in that aspect. He was like, ain't nobody really put the Meadows on besides you. 
There's mm. other people every now and then that talk about it, but you really put it on. So that's why I look up to you. I feel like you the you the three one savior. Mm. You feel me? So yeah. That's that's how our relationship was. That's how our bond was. So growing up, who are some of the people that you looked up to? In Tulsa? Yeah, in, in Tulsa or just in general? I looked up to people that are deceased, to be honest with you. I ain't mm. really had no like figure to me that made me say, okay, this is something I want to be like. Yeah. It was more of like Malcolm X, people who had a, pro a powerful predominance effect on the community. Yeah. Like Malcolm X and, um, you know, Tupac, people who did, who did good, but did bad at the same time. Yeah. At one point in time, but had good intentions, you know? But besides that, really like, Trait. I mean, shaking my head. Cuddy barely got to talk. Questions are awful. Just everything. Need a new face for face to face. My guests love me. The people love me. And it's my show. Fuck you. Really like Trait. I mean, Drizzy. Yeah, yeah. Trait. I mean, <laughs> been listening to him since I was eight years old. Yeah. So it's like, you know, now I'm 23. And just following That's his crazy. path made me feel like I grew up with him, made yeah. me understand him. Mm -hmm. Especially that feeling of like being too too white for black people, being too black for white people, mm. having that that mixed problem that a lot of people don't know about. It's it's rough when you're growing up. You feel out of place, like an alien for real. Mm. But I feel like he helped me relate to that and understand it and like feel a part of something for. Real. So you grew up hope. in Tulsa Public Schools? Yeah, I did. So what was that what was that like, you know, just kind of having that that tug between, you know, being black and white? What kind of struggle what kind of struggle was involved with that? Um sticking to myself. But I, to be honest with you, I'm ahead of people mentally. So I say about like 6 years old, I say, you know, what? I don't care. I'm gonna hang by myself. I'm gonna get myself into stuff, you feel me? Or I start hanging out with the Mexicans, they don't care. You know what I'm saying? So stuff like that. And then I start learning how to write. And I start when I start writing, that was the, the game changer for me. That was my cope mechanism. Mm. So that's why I think this new tape that I got coming out, it's gonna show people my vulnerability mm. and my comfortability with uh with being soft and emotional. Yeah. So tell me where your name come from, Grizzly. First thing that came to oh, my mind was Grizzly, but I was <laughs> like, where does, the, where, where does Grizzly come from? So as a kid, I was kind of chubby. I ain't gonna lie. And, and people used to call me Grizzly, like Grizzly Bear. And I used to hate it, I ain't gonna lie. But then I was hanging around like gangbangs a lot, I can't cap. So they was like, oh, we finna call you Grizzly. You feel mm, me? So I was like, I get it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I, I took something that could have been like negative coming from, you know, that type of background. Yeah. And I took it in and made it positive mm -hmm. into like, you know, a Messiah type of idealistic. So, mindset, so now I know you coming from the Meadows. I grew up in the Meadows too. So, you know, it's an honor just to have you on the couch with yeah. me because I always wanted somebody, you know, my big brother was from the Meadows, but he stopped making music. But um, just kind of tell people about what it's like growing up in the Meadows because I know the narrative behind the East Side is almost like people are kind of overlook it in comparison mm -hmm. to like the North Side being, but I don't think people really understand or people, some people do understand, but like kind of walk people through what it's like growing up in the Meadows. 
growing up in the Meadows, it doesn't matter what type of kid you are, what you're looking forward to in life, you're gonna see things. You know, I remember waking up to gunshots, ricocheting in the apartments upstairs. And I remember, you know, helicopters swarming through because they was gonna pick my dad up because, you know, he just, he just did some foul stuff, aiming guns at people, stuff like that. So, you know, it's just a whole lot of things. You, you see prostitutes at night. You see crack needles in the hallway. You know, you can't never play basketball because the rim down. You know about that. I know about that, <laughs> The rim <bro>. down. <laughs> it ain't never been up, Because they shooting each other over, you know, a game of basketball and stuff like that, and they taking the rims and stuff. Um, you know, but it's fun, too. I can't lie. It's mm -hmm. fun because just running through there, you know, it's a lot of space in those apartments. Yeah. Like, and plus you could just walk to, you know, it used to be a Albertsons. What, what is it now? The cash. Cash. Yeah. You know, yeah. stuff like that. But You was there when it was Albertsons? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You from the Meadows, yeah, bro. <laughs> you must have been one of the little, little, little bros, yeah. bro. That's dope, yeah. though. That's dope. Um, So the Unforgiven Profit is, is done, right? Mm -hmm. When does it drop? 11-3, November 3rd. November 3rd. Yeah. So, what, we got, like, a, a month? Yeah. A month and a little bit of change left? During the meantime, I'm going to drop the track list um, October 6th, and I'm going to drop the, you know, June song with it. And then between October 6th and November 3rd, I'm going to drop probably one music video in, in between there. Hmm. And it's, it's going to be a changer, too. People going to be like, what's he on? Is this your first project or is this or is this like have you already have you dropped some in the past before Unforgiven Profit? This is my first project. Yeah, so how you feel about the process that goes into it? Like the amount of are you putting a lot of thought into the records or do you got like or the first ten songs that you made, are these the songs that you dropping, or did you have like a whole bunch of songs that you chose these from? So I started off by making fifteen emotional songs. But I didn't rush them because I feel like those are things you can't rush when it mm -hmm. comes to emotional songs. You know, talking about childhood, talking about breakup, talking about, you know, adolescence or childhood trauma. That stuff you got to put time into. So, yeah, a couple songs took me like 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there. But a couple songs took me like an hour, you know, a couple days. But, yeah, I put time into it. I made 15 first and then I just cut them down yeah. and sent them to King. And I'm like, King, which one you like? How you feel about this one? He's like, that's trash. I ain't gonna lie. So I'm like, okay, cool. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> then I send him another one. He'd be like, it's cool, but it ain't something I listen to. Then I'd be like, okay, cool. Then it's probably good. Then okay, let's keep that. Just kind of going through that yeah. process. Yeah. I see it. Well, yeah, bro. I'm looking forward to the drop, man. I I, I can see that it's gonna be some dope stuff on there. That's I got right. one more question before I get us up out of here, and it that's just right. pertains to the Unforgiven Profit track list. Tell me the type of person that's gonna that's gonna love your music. Describe the type of person that's gonna love Crisley's music. Today, I say the person that's getting sick of hearing the same things over and over. Violence, guns, drugs, females. They gonna love my music. Cause when you hear my music, you're gonna feel something. Whether it's not on song number one, it's gonna be on two or three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One of those songs you're gonna be like, Dang, this is something I could listen to. Mm. If you from Tulsa, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like that's the same effect June had. It was saying stuff that nobody thought of saying. 
in the way that he would say it too. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm doing. Like I'm, I'm harmonizing on these songs, I'm singing on these songs, but I'm also talking about real events, real things, and real emotions. Would you say that you compare to anybody in the industry or in Tulsa? Like, you know, if we be honest, bro, some people sound, sound like people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, do you feel like you sound like somebody? Some people say no cap. Like no cap? Okay. Yeah, but I, I don't see it. Yeah. Some people say no cap. Um, some people say June. Mm. But to be honest, nah. Because I, I could hop on a, a hard, you know, drill song and talk about some street s- stuff. And then I could really hop on an emotional song and start singing my heart out like a little boy crying. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's dope, bro. Well, hey, bro, like I said, I'm looking forward to the drop of this Unforgiven Profit on November 3rd. Make sure y'all tap in and go get that mug. You got anything else that you want to say? Any any shout-outs? Um, person that's been helping me since day one, Shot by King. That's, that's What's the business? What's the business? Come through face-to-face. We here. You already know. But the thing that I like about this space now is that it's turning into a place where you don't know who gonna walk through this mug. Like, look, we got you in here today. You know, you know, you never know who you gonna walk in here and bump into. You feel me? Because no, this is what I'm saying. It's like, like I said, a lot of people gonna be famous that come here. So, thanks, bro. Um, person that's been helping me since day one, shot by King. That's that's the main shot I, I love to give. I mean. Shout out to the king, yeah. man. He he be hard on me. He be telling me I'm gonna end up, you know, not being big, you know, telling me this and that. But it's it's in the genuine love statement, and I know that because he wanna see me do better than just be locally famous or or be tiny. You know, he wanna see me do greater things. So that's right. It's, it's shot by King. That's the main one. It's important to have those kind of people in your corner, bro. You feel yeah, me? It is. Don't never take that for granted, bro, because a lot of people won't say stuff like that you feel me they'll just let you crash out you know he'll tell me straight up this is trash you ain't doing what you need to be doing you know start getting busy start using your money right start spending your time right he'll tell me straight up and it's dope yeah and you said that's not your cousin nah it's not (laughs) (laughs) it's not but no that's what's up bro and uh Man, but that's it, y'all. Make sure y'all follow Crisley at King Crisley on Instagram. All his links are in the bio, are in the description. It was an honor having you on the podcast, bro. Look forward to that Unforgiven Profit dropping. Music videos, my boy June on one of them mugs. (laughs) That's dope, bro. I love it. It made me feel like you serious, bro. You know, in Tulsa, we got a lot of talent filtering through this mug, and a lot of people really just don't believe in themselves, bro. They don't be trying. They... They make a couple songs that don't get traction. They say, I'm trash. And they go do drugs or go to parties and stuff. Like, come on, spend, spend your money right. Spend your time right. Yeah. Somebody going to like your music. Let's it get take, it done. It take one song for it. That's all it takes yeah. is Uno, bro. And I, that's it's what I'm looking for, yeah. But, hey, man, that's it, y'all. We'll catch y'all later. Hey, yo, what's going down? It's your boy, King Spence. And I just wanted to let you know that if you like the content that you've been seeing and you want to become a part of it or you want to start your own podcast, call me. I want to help you. My number is 918-951-8236. Call me right now. All right, see you later.